Hello, everyone. Once again, that is Dr. Paul. And that is Dr. Jake. And we are here with another uncovering of a historical document we found, a sort of second episode of Missed Connections Remote. Yes, we've continued to plumb the archives here from, uh, from that, that very particular springtime slash summer circa 2020, the late American period. 100 years ago. It's so fascinating how much things have changed. Dramatically, dramatically. And, and, and in fact, Dr. Jake, we even see some references to, uh, to some of that in, in, this, in this fascinating episode. Yes, there's, a, there's quite a bit of talk of retirement and what it's fascinating to think about job expectations. Waiting to 62 to 65 years of age to retire is mentioned in you know, I, I'd heard about that only in rumor that people would literally work from the time they were either 18 or 25 or somewhere in that range until they were 65 years old, 40 years in the workforce. Can you imagine, Dr. Paul? It's absolutely preposterous, Dr. Jake. It seems almost barbaric compared to the way we do things now, of course. All your productive years of when you can most enjoy leisure... Uh, from childhood through the age of 60, you, you don't work at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, with the predominantly intellectual labor of the future, or the present, as it were, but the future for them, uh, you spend three to four years producing intellectual output and, um, and then enjoy your, your, your old age. Yeah, I mean, the idea of selling insurance as if there's, that was a human job to do is just so fascinating. You think about insurance now, what it's like, and... Uh... I mean, it, just the way things have changed. Someone's sitting at a keyboard. I am selling insurance, answering a phone. Hello, do you want to buy insurance? Versus just being issued a lifelong policy for all your insurance needs at birth and having that microchip implanted into your nanobots. So fascinating. So strange. Uh, we should actually probably say for our listeners, you know, we are, we are of course, more educated uh, insurance was the umbrella term for what we call, uh, on in street parlance, AFLAC. AFLAC was actually uh, insurance. There were multiple providers of AFLAC, yes. um, uh, which was called uh, insurance uh, uh, that each of those providers provided. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's talk of bundling. You would have to run around looking for coverage for every little thing. And it's just, what, what, what a waste of time and resources trying to protect yourself and your assets from tragedy that might befall. That was before, I guess, Affleck consolidated the insurance industry under their umbrella. Yes, veritably antediluvian. There's also some reference, Dr. Jake, and I want to get your your opinion on this, um, to uh, crises of the day in that episode. Um, uh, Things involving uh, police uh, brutality, uh, a, a, a pandemic. You know, what's fascinating to me is uh, you can tell it's on the minds of the producers of, 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 this, of this cultural artifact, but it's nothing like the crisis that was coming, uh, which, of course, we won't describe because our, our listeners know about it. No, they know about that in detail. That period is well documented, and if you're listening to this historical artifact, then you already know about the 2022 collapse of society and... Uh, you know, of course, following that election of 2020, that election. I won't bore you with... Yeah, they know it. We don't need to get into all of it. But, but yes, it is. Uh, it, it was a turbulent times. Looking back, uh, they might have thought this was 
uh, a peak of turbulence, but really it was just a, a blip on the coming pools of human blood that ran. Yes, both metaphorically and quite literally. Uh, but it's a happier time, fortunately, and uh, uh, we need to remind ourselves, you know, that those were quite serious crises for them, but they, they also had no idea, absolutely no idea yes. what was coming. No, and they didn't really know how to operate uh, in those times either. Uh, you know, I think part of the problem comes from having the physical form be so important and traveling through and going places, you know, compared to, to me... Uh, I never leave my small room that I live in, and the machines just take care of everything. And, uh, you know, I'm able to send my consciousness anywhere in the world, uh, anywhere with Wi-Fi. I, last week, spent time in Jeff Bezos's thermostat in his house just because oh, I Oh, did could. you? Yes. Have you been? Wonderful. What a great, yes. Uh, yes. He's now 145. How? Bezos is still, he's doing great. He looks younger than ever. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Yes, yes, it's, uh, it's amazing the things we, we just practically take for granted. Now, and speaking of travel, Dr. Jake, and then we should really get into this, let the listeners experience this archive themselves, but uh, Catcher in the Rye. Uh, there's a reference in a few of these, uh, the, this episode, to a few of uh, uh, cultural works that I think have been lost to time. Now, of course, the listener will recognize Catcher in the Rye, which is still taught in, in high school curricula. But right. uh, other, other books, do we know anything about the, the, the uh, Scarlet Letter, uh, the Odyssey? Yes, I uh, believe that the Scarlet Letter sounds like a, a, a work of fiction that must have been lost in the Great Forgetting of 2023. Yes, the Great Forgetting that followed the uh, Great Collapse of one year prior. Yes, when all, uh, nearly all of history, except for the, what what was considered to be the teen angst works of art, are the only things that survived. So yes, indeed. lots of emo music that we all know today. The uh, Al Al Alkali Trio, of course, with their national anthem. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Panic at the Disco, still, just one, just on the Mount Rushmore of musical works absolutely absolutely well it's a fascinating document as always and who knows what more we will unearth in time to come but i think uh, without uh, without further ado we should we should let um, let the listener experience this absolute treasure uh, from 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 way back when well dr paul uh, until i see you uh, in a in a digital way it's some um, place. It's been great connecting with you here on the, on the. Uh, where are we right now? This is. Uh, ah yes, in the, uh, the uh, hollow library. Oh yes, the hollow library. Where we do our research. Um, it's funny, you know. It's funny that you you forgot for a second because one one perhaps drawback to uh, our means of travel is that you really are everywhere and nowhere, if you know what mm, I mean. Yes. Um, you really can, uh, if you can leave it at a moment's notice, is it really home? I guess I would ask. Mm. But anyway, that's a thought for another time. Um, yes. From the hollow library to your ears, this is Missed Connections Remote. Remote.
Welcome back for another episode of Missed Connections Remote. That's Paul. That is Jake. And uh, yeah, we're going to delve into some more themes of love, loss, and longing here today with you, for you. So let's pull up some Missed Connections ads here. I got one. Uh, I got one locked and loaded. All right. All right. So this one is any senior citizen on this site from previous years when it was respect and then it cuts off. But I think it was going to say respectful or maybe respectable. Jeez, <laughs> um, what the heck happened to this site? Years ago, this was a respectable site where you could have a normal communication with another person. Yeah, I guess respectable is what they're going for. Are there any normal, respectable seniors on this site? I am just looking for a venue to connect with retired or soon-to-be-retired adults. I have lots of questions about retirement that I would ask, that I would like to ask someone who are uh, successfully retired. <laughs> Department of the Aging refer to people comfortable sitting in a rocker all day. I need to meet people young at heart. I so miss going to the Jersey Shore this year. Love the beach. Please do not contact me with disgusting comments. <laughs> <laughs> Over 60-year-old, feel free to respond. Jake, I think this is, except apart from the retirement thing, this is like your beef with misconnections. What's happened to it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh there used to just be the misconnection section, and then there were personals, you know, uh, this seeking that. And Craigslist knew how shady that was, I think, and got rid of that, but it just put all the shady people in the misconnection section. <laughs> As but I, I love that this person doesn't know any retired people whose brain he can pick or right. she can pick, whatever. They right. like, they just got to try to find retired strangers on the internet to ask them about what retired life is like. Right. Uh, <laughs> they want them to be young at heart, but also very concerned with retirement. <laughs> uh, all right, all you got right. One. Yep, this one's called Unresolved. I don't know what happened between us, but I do believe there is a connection with us. Just cannot figure out what purpose you bring to me, but I do believe you. And this is written like an E. Cummings poem. Oh, where it's uh, like the shape poem? Kind of, kind of. Lowercase and spaced yeah. out weird. A little bit, yeah. So like the second line of but has its own line. And then... A grasshopper becoming it says, a grasshopper. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but there's some... Uh, that's unresolved. You got one more? Yeah, I got one more. Um, okay. This one is called... My Irish guy, R. Lavery. I, the, I have, okay, so it's my Irish guy, R. Period Lavery, and I can't tell if that's my Irish guy, whose name is R. Lavery, mm -hmm. or is it like my Irish guy, R. Lavery, like that's a guy's name. And I don't think, is that anybody famous? That doesn't sound famous. Is that a person you know? R, I don't R. know. Lavery or, like R. Kelly, but R. Lavery, okay. I just, <laughs> You know, pop culture references sometimes escape me, so. Yeah, it's a Catholic school thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, so I was like, the Irish part, I was like, I get that. <laughs> uh, we met on Craigslist. I'm so sad we lost touch. The only thing I can think of is we both weren't ready for the kind of relationship we had. Ooh. I think about you often. I want you to be safe and taken care of. Please know, 
if you ever need me, my number hasn't changed. I still live at the same address. You are always welcome here. Rest your head. If you ever need sanctuary, I am here. In my heart, you will always be my Irish guy, and I will always be your SBF seeking crack. Slanta. Crack, and that's crack like the Irish. C-R-A-I-C. You know that term? No, I was assuming it was the drug thing. No, 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 no. Absolutely oh, okay. not. It's, it's crack like... Like the gossip, what's like what's cracking? I think comes from that, maybe. Um, okay. Again, Catholic yeah, because for me, I was just like, <laughs> just like it really jarred me out of the poetry of the ad to hear them suddenly be like, "I'm the person who wants crack." So thanks for explaining. No, that. no, no. Yeah, don't get it wrong. That's like the, I think it's the term that's like two Irish people uh, like meet on a street corner and they just like share all the crack, like they just all sure, the gossip, yeah. all the talk, or whatever. What's um, cracking? What's cracking? And then SBF. It was a lot to decode here. That could either be single black female or straight best friend, right? So. Oh, I think it's single black female, I would say. I don't know. That seems better. I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll without uh, further ado, this is... Missed Connections. Missed Connections. <laughs> Missed Connections. Remote. Remote. Uh, you want to try that again? I fucked it up. No, I think it's funny. It's hard to do. All right. It is. So, uh, well, that's about the time that I realized what I really needed was an investment property. So I got my hands on a nice deal in the Poconos, and uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a kind of uh, uh, two weeks out of the year I, I, I stay there with my, with my grandkids. But then the rest of the year, I've got a, I've got a guy who uh, helps me out, a nice Ecuador, Ecuador, Ecuadorian man, and he uh, takes care of the place and rents it out to to, to young people who want to you know, visit the Poconos. So, you know. Wow, that's that's a really great forethought and planning. I uh, I just have a four oh four oh one k that I had at my employer and Social Security. So I, I'm hoping that's enough. Oh. Oh yeah, well you know you can never. I I, I never uh, you know you 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 put your four hundred one k. That's good. You want to you know and in social security you know you're kind of counting on Uncle Sam there to you know to to, to still be around and paying. So I, I know I was never too too sure about all that. So I you know I've got in my IRA which I set up. I've got the investment property and uh, you know and I uh, I started to also buy some art, some art investment. Wow. Uh, and uh, and that's been uh, you know and now the value of what I've gotten hasn't gone up now there were a lot of uh, uh, James Kincaid uh, that's his name right the guy with the uh, big uh, top Thomas Kincaid <laughs> Thomas Kincaid that's what uh, you know I got the la- the last name you know the uh, yeah the uh, but yeah the Kincaid yep mm-hmm. <laughs> well finances aside. What do you do with the hours of the day, the time? Oh yeah, now that's a very now that's a good. Uh, you're thinking right here. You're thinking about all the bases you got to cover in your retirement because financial security is just not it. That's not enough. That's not. You got to think. That's about what it. I'm. That's what I'm more worried about, actually. I mean, on my days off of work, I tend to just kind of log in and clean up my emails remotely right. from home. Uh, I tend to. Uh, you know, maybe maybe do my laundry and stuff like that, but 
I don't have seven days worth of laundry. I got to tell you, you know, you're on the right track with the emails. Let me tell you what I, I social media and the email and all of that. That is an excellent. I first week of retirement, I subscribed, okay, to all kinds of newsletters. Really? Yeah, and I like junk, like junk mail, I, I, things people don't uh, want. All, every morning, I sit there. It takes me an hour and a half. I gotta go through and I gotta just delete. Mm-hmm. I gotta delete all these newsletters that I don't want to read. All right, it's topics I'm not even remotely interested in. But let me tell you, it's a, it's a real time burner. It's phenomenal keeping that inbox empty. Because I gotta think about you. Gotta think about this. Uh, you, you know, you gotta think about your kids and your grandkids. They're the ones who're gonna have to deal with what, what you leave behind. I don't want to leave a full inbox. You know, think about all the full inboxes out there, just full of stuff that somebody's gotta feel some obligation to go back and comb through. You know, I don't. I don't know if people do comb through old inboxes, but I don't know. I guess I was. I guess when I think about retirement, I just have thought about more productive uses of time than signing up for newsletters that I don't want to read, so then I have the job of deleting them every day. Wow. Yeah, but you're not retired yet, right? Well, no, I'm not. I'm scared. Well, this is what I want you to get there. Then you're going to realize how much time you have on your hands, all right? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go wait in lines, all right? For, I'll see a line. I'll just be going. I'll, I'll take a little drive around. I'll see some line. I'll say, oh, what's that a line for? It looks like something popular. Get in the line, and I'll wait until I get to the front of the line. Turns out it's some kind of new video game that they're dropping. It's some kind of sneaker that people want to get. I get to the front of the line. I don't want that video game. I don't want that sneaker. I don't take it. I just get out of that line. Boom, I burned an hour. That sounds horrible. That sounds worse than going to work. No, it sounds, well, maybe to you it sounds worse than going to work, but I'll tell you what it sounds better than, all right? Better than staring down the barrel, okay? of hours of inaction, passivity, nothing happening, nothing, you're watching grass grow, all right? You're listening to your own thoughts. And they're not thoughts of a young person, all right? You don't have hopes and aspirations and dreams for the future. You're talking, I'm talking self-torture, okay? I'm talking reliving your worst moments of your life, your regrets, the things you wish you'd never done, never seen or experienced, and you're just sitting there cycling through them. I don't want to be doing that. Absolutely not. Much, much rather go to a diner that I know is closed and has been closed for years, but deliberately forget, drive all the way out there, see the see the shuttered opening. Be like, oh, I can't go to that diner anymore. I forgot. It closed in 2009 after the crash. Turn right back around and go home. Wow. So what are your, uh, remind me what you do again? What's your job? Oh, I uh, sell insurance. Um, yeah. So been going to the same office every, every you know, five days a week for 30 years, mostly a car, but sometimes we can get bundles, you know, Oh, oh. bundle people's coverage, save them some money. Great. Yeah. Great, great, great. Well, that's another way for me to kill time. I'll read, I'll just keep changing my insurance. I'll, I'll bundle, I'll unbundle. I'll just, you know, spend hours looking through insurance, uh, brochures, booklets, new plans. Don't actually intend to, you know, to, to, to switch to them. Let me ask you, so you're 30 years in now, how close does that put you to retirement? Well, I, I started it, I started, I got in the insurance industry at, at 30. So, you know, I'm thinking the next two to five years, I'm going to be out of, I'm going to be out of it. Two to five, two to five. That's coming up fast. That's coming up fast. Yeah, I'm looking. You know, I just kind of want to get a feel for what what day to day life is like from some retired, some wholesome retired people. You know, I'm 
I don't know. It seems like the world has really gone gone a little crazy here. Oh yeah. Uh, some of the things you read. Absolutely. Oh, that's another great way to kill time. Now that one, you get yourself a newspaper, you open it up, and you start to see all the crazy stuff that's going on. And you write a letter, okay? You write a letter for every single one of those stories. You got an opinion to share, all right? Everything that's happening, local, regional, national, global, people need to hear what you got to say. You write those letters, you fill out pages, handwritten. Then, here's the beauty of it. Where do you send them? I can never figure it out. It's confusing. Am I going to mail them in? Do I have to submit them online? A lot of these papers, it's only online now. Fox News is a TV channel. Lo and behold, my mistake, I can't send letters to them. They're not going to run that. But it's a great use of time. So what do you, what do, you do with these letters? Oh, well, yeah, I've got a drawer. You know, I try to keep things consolidated. Like I said, I'm trying to protect the future. I, I don't want my, my grandkids to be finding... You know, or my kids even to be finding little bits of paper shuffled here and then. No, it's all neatly packaged in shoeboxes if they want to keep it. It's pretty much, it's archive ready. You know, you can stick that in a storage unit or they could burn it. it. It's pretty, pretty much, I've tried to make their job very easy. So you haven't traveled at all in retirement? Or oh no, played golf or any hobbies? No, or I don't want to see other countries. Well, how about this country? It's a huge, it's a Huge, now, now golf country. I thought about. I thought about golf. Okay. Well, and yeah, but you got to th- now travel involves danger. All right, that's the key to travel. Travel involves exposing yourself <laughs> hold, to potential. Hold on a second. You you thought about golf was your whole golf story? I thought there was more coming. <laughs> I th- I thought about golf. I thought about golf. I, I, I killed a good three days thinking about golf. Thought about going to the, the the pro shop and getting myself a set of clubs. Thought about getting those funny golf hats that don't look quite like normal hats. Thought about getting golf shoes. I thought about the whole getup. I thought about getting into that golf cart, <laughs> revving it up, driving around, you know, hole to hole. I okay. just had a whole and then golf you, daydream. And why didn't you? What, what happened? Well, I, I felt like I'd used up plenty of time with the daydream. I've, I've daydreamed all kinds. I've day, daydreamed being an Olympic uh, Olympic diver. I've thought about climbing up that ladder, getting up to that top of that, that platform, looking down at that big empty pool. Do I have the guts to jump? I don't know. Maybe I'll tuck in, do a flip. You can burn whole hours with your imagination like that. Think of all the things you didn't do in life. All right? You never had the guts to do in life. It's too late to do them because you don't have. You certainly don't have the guts now, but you can just pretend. You can just imagine what it would have been like to be the kind of person who would have done the things you wish you had done when you were younger. Right, right. Well, Phil, it's it's been it's been nice talking with you. Oh yeah, um, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. But I I feel like you're just really trying to burn some time on me right now, and that this could that you're just gonna try to keep this conversation going. Oh I no. Have to get, I have to get back to work. So. Oh, you got to get back to work. Oh, oh, well, that, oh, that's, that's really too bad. Yeah. Um, again, thank you, and best of luck um, with retirement. And uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll connect sometime. Oh, oh, thank you so much. I got a map of all the worst traffic conditions uh, uh, by oh, time uh, in the I, city, and you can, uh, if you want to sit in your car and be, uh, and not be able to move anywhere. Okay, all right. Who would want that? Well, all right, bye, Phil. Okay, yeah, bye.
Hey, Tasha, it's so great to see you again. Thanks for thanks for coming out to the park here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why are you here? Um, you here at the park? I mean, I asked you to come here, but why are you here? Oh, um, you mean, okay, so y yeah, because you, a you asked me, but I mean, beyond that, why did I, I guess, why did I come? Why did, when you asked me, why would I, why would I then come? Um, because I thought what we had was important, Tim. I mean, I thought it was meaningful. I, am I saying, I'm saying me the wrong too. thing. You're, okay. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I agree. It was important. I just don't know important to me in what way. Were you important to me? How does your life further my existence? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I'm, Tim, do you want to get back together? Is that, or you not want to get back together? I'm going to be honest. I thought that, the, is am I wrong? But did I misread that? Did you not want to? Look, I believe that we have a connection and I believe you. I just trying to figure out how do you how do you serve my life? I mean, I feel like maybe I misunderstood the terms of our relationship initially, but I don't think it was about like a lot of deeper meaning, if you know what I mean. It was a lot more like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I mean, remember. I I remember the, uh, uh, the okay, but what I do, what I'm not sure about is like if I was. Frodo Baggins, right? Which member of the fellowship are you? Who are you? You gonna try to kill me for my ring? Is that oh, who you are? Is this like the role play stuff we used to do? No, it's no, it's not that. I'm, I'm trying I'm to figure out my I'm hero's that elf. journey. I'm that elf that gets scary for like one second, and their face gets like really crazy, but then otherwise she's beautiful and perfect, right? Mm. And you could be Frodo, like with me. She wasn't a member of the fellowship, though. Oh yeah, that's right. She was just. Sort of tangential. Was, All right, yeah. then I'm Gimli. Oh, you ever want to? You ever want to be with a dwarf? Is that what? No. You, is that what you're getting at? I mean, oh, it's not that I have something against dwarfs. Somebody very tosses little people this out there. dwarf. You want to toss this dwarf? Stop. I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to make this sexual right now. Okay, I'm oh. trying to figure out in the story of my life what is your what is your archetype. Well, that's. I guess that's what I'm saying, Tim. Is like in the story of your life, maybe. Not every piece of your life has to have some, you know, deep purpose. Like maybe I could just be the part that's like, uh, 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 uh. you know, <laughs> like you, some people go to church and then they all, there's also, you know, they have a vibrator. Like those don't, you don't have to have both things, you know, in the same thing. Uh, I'm just trying to find a literary reference for who you are. Or uh, in in my in my story, I don't know. I just have been thinking about myself on a deeper level, as if you know, like what is what is the what does it all mean as far as uh, you know? I'm a character. I'm a I'm a hero. I'm on a journey. I'm going somewhere. Are you Helen of Troy? You're you're Holden Caulfield in The Catcher in the Rye. Okay. And I'm that teacher of his who gets a little handsy that one night but it, it, and the book doesn't really go there but it could have you know what i mean like it could have gone that direction and like holden could have been like oh i see him teacher coming through the rye you know oh what but that would totally change the narrative of the book and maybe not for the better okay yeah maybe that's a bad example
Um, literary, literary, literary. Um, so grapes of wrath, grapes of wrath, right? Oh yeah, okay, grapes of wrath. Good. I'm, good. T- I'm, I'm Tom. Yeah. Who are you? What's going on? Okay, and I'm you a, on the car? No, I'm a grape. I'm a grape that you're like. I've never put a grape in my butthole. What would that feel like? <laughs> and so then you try it, and you're like, "Whoa, this makes famine more tolerable." <laughs> I I feel like in a famine, people kind of want to eat the grapes. <laughs> well, not after it's been in somebody's butthole. <laughs> right? No, we'd never get in the butthole in the first place. Oh, Tasha, look, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, we had some awesome. Back in the day, okay? And I just want to know if there's more to this than that, you know? I don't know that there's that much more to me as a person. <laughs> oh. So, if this is the scarlet letter, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm carrying around this secret my whole life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Shame. I've been ostracized from my community. Right. How do you fit into that? What's going on? Okay, I've never read The Scarlet Letter. Okay, yeah. But it sounds like this person is in a society that has standards. Right. And mores and rules. And, like, for me, having something be forbidden is kind of like the ultimate turn on. So I guess I'm saying I'm going to be that person with the letter coming to you with the letter like oh (laughs) there's no letter here comes the letter no there's there's no letter (laughs) oh tasha i think i messed up inviting you here i appreciate you coming i just uh you know i'm trying to find out what who serves my narrative of my life right now yeah uh you know i want to write an autobiography someday and my life is is there's no arc it's boring um well what did, what did you do did you have you called anybody else in your life besides me like does it all have to rest on me no it doesn't all have to rest on you it's just like i know who my family is to me i know who my friends are it's just like you were just this like you know sort of like this anomaly in my life that i thought maybe could have you know importance that wasn't realized at first you know like yoda and this isn't really literature but uh it's storytelling you know like yoda when he's first met in the swamp he's like this like silly little guy he just makes these noises which is kind of describes you uh but then he turns out to be very important Mm. i guess i always thought of myself as more like that star wars monster that's just a big hole in the ground (laughs) okay yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tasha, it's it's. Maybe we should just. Maybe we should just like. Fuck and then, go our separate ways again. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, it takes what feels good to take a load off. It takes a, take a load off and find some sanctuary. Uh, yeah. R, uh, I'm just so glad that, you're, that you felt comfortable to come, come to my house. You know, you're always welcome here. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. I, it's, it's such a, it's such a, to know, it, to know it's here, 
to have a place to rest my head, weary from from my travels. Mm. Well, how, uh, how have you been? Oh, I've, I've been fine. Uh, you know, just like uh, same old, same old, you know. Uh, I met I met a Scottish a Scottish man and uh, oh, did you? You met a Scotsman. Was, yeah, that was that was fun. You know, uh, learning about Highland culture and never uh, understood those people or their culture. Never understood. What a strange place. Yeah, it's fa- it's it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, but I'm 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 just you know I just like my just. I guess you could just say I have a, a thing for for sort of people who uh, need are displaced uh, or or far from home, you know. Ah, so there's other travelers who come come your ways. Ah, what, yeah. What tell? I'm I'm yeah. always a, I'm a collector of lore. You know, I like to have uh, I like to have stories to tell and uh, uh, and histories in, in, in my mind. What have you heard? What have you heard from, 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 afro- from abroad, afar, from these travelers? Oh, um, you know, this is why I got into hosting on Couchsurfer. Is, uh, personally, I don't, I, I can't really afford to travel much. And I also can't picture myself in faraway places in a physical sense. Uh, but I get a taste of the culture and I really get to... Uh, you know, get the crack, uh, get to hear ah, the, the crack, crack, right? The crack, the crack. Uh, <laughs> I live for crack. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, I just, I, I had a nice, a, a nice uh, young sort of uh, traveling couple from Portugal here a couple oh, weeks ago. A couple from Portugal. Have you, yeah. It's very fascinating to me how different cultures view nudity compared to the united right. states you know and how how sexualized the breasts are here well that's true you know so yes. for me it's just like hearing that breasts aren't so sexualized other places is really fascinating are they not sexualized in portugal no not wow. nearly as much you know the, the nudity is a lot more now isn't uh, that a lot isn't more that just kind of like accepted in a part wow. of life so you're telling me you can walk around the streets of portugal yeah. you just see women's uh, breasts just out on the um on the street well again i've again i've never been uh but at, at the very least at the beaches it's it's a oh, different scene beaches. than we have in the united i'll tell States, you this you know. much i'll tell you if i were walking on the street and i stopped at a corner to to share the crack with a woman and her breasts were exposed i'd have a hard time focusing on the crack but that's but that's i'll tell you what that's probably a function of you're right it's over sexualized where i come from now that's a cultural thing there so tell me where have you, where have you been? What have you what have you been doing? Well, well, I've been making my rounds. You see, of 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 the Americas. Of the, uh, I did a loop. I went all the way up to the top tippy top of Canada. Came round back to Alaska. Took a cruise down to Vancouver. Got on a, a Volkswagen bus with a religious cult. That was fascinating. Took the bus down California coast. Wow. Went into Mexico. I mean, there's so many stories I could tell you of all of all the way along. Came down around Mexico, went for all the way into Central America to the Panama Canal. That's where I drew the line. I said, I'm not going further than the canal. Turned right around, came back up the coast, and here I am again in New York City with my old friend, my old friend, Lysandra. Yeah. A straight, a straight woman. 
A, a straight black woman, indeed. And that's fine with us. Isn't it great? Isn't it great that, uh, that we live in a society now where that's not a thing? I mean, you know, colorblindness is not really the goal. It kind of ignores the experiences of, of people groups. Have I put my foot in it? Have I put my foot in it? I tell you, I come you from a, basically a monoculture, okay? I come from a place where everybody looks, talks the same, even believes in the same religion, you know, asterisk on that because of, you know, the Northern Ireland folk. But that aside, my apologies to you if I've said anything offensive. Oh, well, thanks. I come from a different place where it's, it's hard to, it's almost hard to even understand. You're right. You're mm. right. I, can't, I, I wouldn't presume. I wouldn't presume to know. I appreciate you saying for, for just being quick to apologize. You know, that, that's, the, that's one of the biggest problems is people dig their heels in when they step in it and just saying like, hey, this is a difficult subject for me to talk about and I, ha I don't have much experience with it and I'm willing to learn is so much more helpful than saying just regurgitating some sort of like something you read on a face post, uh, Facebook post from someone who is from the same monoculture as you, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to, if you don't mind, while we're talking, I just, if I don't get these socks rinsed in your sink and wrung out, they're not going to dry in time for the morning and, and, and me, me, me hiking back onto the road. So I'm just going to go ahead and... Oh, no. Rin rinse them. Yeah, no. This is your safe place to be oh, while you need it. Thank you so much, Lissandra. Oh, I tell you, I'm weary. I'm weary, weary from the road. Well... I'm glad you're here to take a load off, and uh, you could stay more than one night. You don't have to rinse your socks and hope they're dry enough to leave. Uh, I've never been a, ne no, never, never wanted to be a burden. I, 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 la I lay my head somewhere safe, and I write back again. If I get too comfortable, I'll never get back on the road again, if you know. Mm. If you know what I mean. Now, tell me another thing. What's happening here? You know, I've, I've been so on the road, I feel like I'm out of touch with what's really on the ground where you are. Uh, what's happening? Oh, what's happening here um, in New York? You know, lots of Corona lockdown. This hasn't slowed you down at all in your travels. Corona lockdown. Now, is that the virus? Yeah. So there's a virus, the COVID-19. And as a result of a fear of overwhelming our hospitals, uh, state and local governments across the country have sort of put restrictions in place to sort of try to slow the spread of this thing while it's still novel. Oh, my. Well, I'll tell you one thing from my travels. No one in your country seems to agree on what's going on here. Absolutely no one. I'll get funny looks at the border between states and so forth, but I always have my bandana to keep the sun off my me, me pale Irish neck. Don't want it to burn. And I've always been pulling that up over my nose and mouth. That seems to calm them down. And now, is that what's going on now? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, so you touch on an interesting point, is that, like, no one can agree on what's going on uh, in this country and that, that's sort of it. It's just like, I've heard it said that we kind of live in a post-truth world. And, uh, uh. you know, it's how can you suss out what's true when, you know, the, the sort of uh, the, 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 the political powers that be have just uh, instantly start muddying the waters. That's kind of the, the game being played by the White House, right? It's to just constantly be muddying the waters. Oh, this old protester was actually not an old protester they were some sort of plant right old pro you, you, now you had me with uh, what's really true but now who's this protester what are we talking about here oh there's just a situation where like a, a 74 year old protester was like uh manhandled by cops or something 
and manhandled then, by the police. Oh my. Yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, it's it's a whole it's a whole. Oh oh dear. It's a dear, lot dear. to get into. Well, that's terrible. That's a lot. That's definitely. Now, are you sure you want to get into it? Because I'll go there if that's what you want. If you want me to talk, you know. About. Now, I'm fascinated by the police. You know, I don't. I I actually don't, but I appreciate you. Right. Uh, right. Having the sensitivities to one ask and two being willing to go there if that's somewhere I wanted to and deferring to me. So, you know, that's another thing people in this country could learn about. You know, it's just like they just think that you're constantly ready to have these conversations. It's just like, hey, there's a lot that happens in life, and you know. Maybe you should ask me if that's something I want to talk about right now. All right. Now, that's the one, number one. I don't know if you know this, Lissandra, but that's the number one rule of the crack. Two people have to want the crack for there to be crack. You can't have a, a, one, a unilateral crack. It's very, in fact, it's very rude to do that. You can't just force your crack on somebody. It's got to be, we're going in this crack together or not at all. Now, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, absolutely. Well... Go ahead and get those socks wrung out. And I am sorry about the, the color of the water running through them. Now, that's just oh, foul. No. That's plainly foul and disgusting, right. and I'm sorry for it. It's been a long, hot day and a lot of, uh, a lot of dusty roads. It's, it's fine, you know. Uh, it's, not, it's not a big deal. It's a stainless steel stink. It cleans easily. I've always... The one, the one thing in the back of my mind about having this sanctuary here of yours is how, how modern the amenities were. So, um, and now I want to warn you now also that if I um, scream in the night, it's because I have been having some horrible nightmares. I don't know what's causing them. I don't know when it was, but that's, don't be alarmed if I just wake up. Ha! 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 It will pass in an instant. I'll go back to bed and then you don't have to worry. Okay. And I also wanted to say, if you happen to wake up and see me just looking at you while you sleep, it's not, I hope it's not alarming. I just am fascinated by different people's. And I might just be, you know, keeping an eye on you, making sure you're safe and secure here. If I wake up in the dark and you're just standing there looking at me. I'll be sitting. Sitting. Sitting and looking. Yeah. Sitting from that chair and looking at me on this couch. Yeah. Or let's say you fall asleep, like, without a blanket. You just happen to pass out. Yes. And you wake up and there's a blanket or two on top of you. Right. Yeah. Happens all the time. Thanks. Yes. Oh, that would be I, lovely. Yeah, You'd do that for me. Now, isn't this just the sanctuary I was looking for? Well, I won't be disturbed, Lissandra. You can stare at me all you want sitting there. I'll be too tired to notice, and if I do notice, I'll feel comforted. I'll feel like the Virgin Mary herself is watching over me. All right. All right. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to pick this fungus off my toes and get <laughs> and get into the shower. No. Nope. Uh, thanks for being here, R. Uh, I just I just am glad to have you back under my roof, even just for a night. Well, I, like I said, Slanta Lissandra. It's hard to say. Slanta Lissandra. But you can Salanta. say Slanta. 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 Slanta Lissandra. Slanta. Slanta R. Excuse me, sir. Uh, I don't want to give you a number right now. Oh, well, I'm just, I, I, but I need to get in line with my, uh, figure out where I am in line. I, I need to check on my registration and. Uh, no, no, sir, you, you've, been, you've been doing this as if it's a time loop for hours. And um, so it seems like something else might be going on here. You, oh, well, you come well, up, well, you no. take the number, you go to the window. 
you check and make sure your license and registration are all fine, and they are. Yep, that's right. And then you come back and get another number. Well, I mean, I take. And uh, we're 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 at a two hour wait right now. That's right, and yeah, I, you know, and t- I just by the time I've come back around again, I'm wondering, you know, what what could have happened in those two hours? You know, is my am I still am I still is my license still in good standing? What about my registration? So I just. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. This is the DMV, right? This is a, a government uh, institution. Yeah, it's a state state institution. All right, uh, so I, I don't what? understand. You're telling me I can't take a number and inquire about the status of my uh, license and registration? I mean, it's my job to give you a number if you request a number and I give you one for the appropriate sort of window that serves what your needs are. Um, but on a personal level, my name is Lysandra and... It seems like you need something that is beyond the DMV. Like there's some sort of a need for safety or security that you're seeking. Uh, oh, no, I don't have safety or security. Lysandra, let me ask you. So you're, you're working on this is a good government job, right? You got a pension. Yes. So you're probably not too worried about spending your career here and having a secure, financially secure retirement. Is that right? No. No, the benefits are probably great. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That's not what you need to worry about, Lysandra. You need to think about what else is going to happen in retirement. I mean, you're young. You look pretty young. Am I right? You're young? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm young. You're in your you know, late 20s, maybe early 30s? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really polite to ask a lady her age. Um, I'm sorry. I, you're, you're completely right about that, but I'm not asking for inappropriate reasons. All right. I want you to understand I'm asking for, you know, it's out of concern for you. All right. You're you're far away from a date that's coming, but it's like a time bomb, Lysandra. Okay. And it's going to go off. Okay. And then you're going to be staring at hours and hours and hours of time. And you're going to have a lot to think okay. about. And you're not going to want to think about that. Phil, was it? Yeah, that, that's right. Phil. What, what are you, what are you getting at here, Phil? What's going on? I'm just trying. I just wanted you to understand. You know, don't don't take it for granted. I, what I'd really like is to get another number, and uh, who knows? You know, by the time I I don't I might I might on my way out of here, Lysandra, I might be thinking, okay, about something else I should have asked at the DMV. Yeah, there's always when you leave these places where there's a lot to take care of, where they have all kinds of records on you, all kinds of details. There's a lot you don't think about, and when you're on your way out and you think, oh my God, I didn't ask that. Well, I'd rather already mm-hmm. have the clock ticking on my next on my number being called before I have that moment. No, no, that's not what's going on here, Phil. What's what's this time bomb you're talking about? Uh, excuse me, sir. I'd also like to get a number, if that's all right. Do you mind, sir? Excuse me. Can you can this one uh, get? Oh, is that Lysandra? That's not Lysandra, is it? Hi, it is. Yeah. Well, what? How are you doing here? Well, what do you know? Thank you for that bed last night. That was very comfortable. I'm well rested. I didn't expect to see you here. Now, how did I not know you worked here after all that? After all we've shared together. Oh, I don't know. We usually just talk. Well, it's not it's not really too much crack. Right. Work, ah, know. that's right. Not a lot of crack happens here. And how are you there, sir? How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, uh, you're, uh, it sounds like you're an, uh, an Irish fellow. Well, that's right. Yes, I am. I am indeed an Irish fellow. What a pleasure. Now, you're getting a number. You're not getting a number here. What's going on, Lysandra? What's the, what's the holdup? Uh, so, sorry. I, I'll, I'll just talk to him once I give you your number. Uh, what, do you, what do you need? What do you need at the DMV? You're asking me, Lysandra? Yeah, yeah, or... Well, here's the situation now. I've gotten a little bit of a sticky situation, which is that my passport has expired. Now, I could go to the Irish embassy and try to get it renewed, but I need an ID in the meantime. Now, I saw, I was looking up and I saw something about the New York State ID, and I'm under the impression now. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I can get myself an ID. It doesn't have to say I drive, doesn't have to say anything like that. Just a photo of my face. I'm here in New York. I'm a real person. Here's my name, my date of birth. Is that right? Can I do that? Uh... 
You know, this is an unusual request, so I'll give you a number and you could ask someone at the window, but I think you need a birth certificate and a social security card to do that, and I doubt you have either of those things. Well, I don't have a birth certificate and I don't have a social security card, but I've got my face. Uh, I've got mail okay. I've brought with me. I always carry mail. Now, wait, hold on a second. Now, sir, can I get in, can I get involved here? Now, you always carry mail with you. Now, that's, that's interesting. Uh, well, that's right. I do carry mail. Say, now, you seem like an interesting fellow. Uh, now, where? What's your story? Now, you seem like you're interested. You're an interesting, an interesting man here. You've been around the world a bit. Uh, you know what? Why don't you guys take this over there, and uh, I'll help this next gentleman in line behind you. And then, if if you do in fact need a number, you can come back. And uh... all right, I'll tell you what. Now you've got a deal, Lissandra. We'll do that. Now, sir, you come with me. Let's have a little chat over here. All right, well, that sounds like a great way to kill time. I'll come with you right now. Now, let me ask you a question about Ireland. Now, is it really true now? Now, can you, is it, is it, is it true now that everybody there, okay, now everybody is, is they're all, are they all redheads? Every single one? Well, that's not true, sir. Now, that, that's, a, that's a misconception. Okay, and you, sir? Um, yeah, hi. Um, I was wondering if in my epic journey to get a new license mine expired yesterday uh if you would be the greek god Aeolus, ruler of winds and present me odysseus with a bag containing the winds to aid me on my journey and speed me back home uh, sir I'm, I'm really not sure at all what you what you just said to me or you you want a number to get your license expired Yes, I'm on a hero's journey, and I'm, I have a, I have a, a I have to get home, uh, and I, and I, and I need your help. Will you, will you be a, a helpful force on my journey, or are you one of the sirens here to sing me a song and try to lure me to my demise? Uh, sir, I'm not gonna sing to you right now. I'm one of the sirens. Uh. What? Come, come, Odysseus! What? Don't get that license. Don't get that bag of wind. Oh, uh, come to me, Tasha. Tasha, you, you're here at the DMV. Come to me, Odysseus. You have you been reading, Tasha? Yeah, I'm reading the Grapes of Wrath. I'm reading the part where they put the grape in the butthole. <laughs>